Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Light Programme. Certainly. This is the BBC Light Program. Hear that applause, dear listener. It was not for Danny Kay, not for Fred Lane. No. It is all for a commoner garden BBC announcer, Wallace Greenslade. How did he come by this rapturous applause? It is with heavy heart and light kidneys <laughs> that we tell you the green slate story or winds light to variable. <laughs> My name is Snag. John Snag. Thank you, Sir Ian. <laughs> it was in June 1954 that the lad Wallace Greenslade first came to the BBC seeking refuge from hard work. Good morning, miss. I'm Mr. W. Greenslade. Oh, yes, you've come for the vacant post of an answer. <laughs> yes, I have. Do take a seat with the other applicants. Thank you. I sat down next to a man wearing a brass deerstalker, <laughs> white cricket boots, and a shredded cardboard wig. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Good morning. Wind like a variable. <laughs> Pardon? Well, I said the wind's like a variable. Oh, really? Yeah. Wind like a variable. I'm practicing, you know. Don't tell me you're applying for the post of announcer. Oh, yeah. And I'll get it too. You see. I'm wearing a Cambridge tie. You? You were at Cambridge? Yeah. What were you doing there? Buying a tie. <laughs> Mr. Liddell will see you now, Mr. Eccles. Fine, fine, my good woman. <laughs> this is it. Two thousand, two thousand pounds a year and a pension. That's... Get out, you idiot! Wait a minute, wait a minute! You ain't even heard me speak yet. We'll write to you. Well, that's no good, I can't read. <laughs> hey. Did you see that? He threw me out. Threw me out of the famous Eccles. He got no respect for the dead, that man. <laughs> mm, mm. But he never even let me say winds like the variant. I'm going to tell my electrocution teacher. Will you come in now, Mr. Greenslade? Thank you, madam. 
I was led into the presence of a BBC official. I took off my shoes and knelt down. Now, Mr. Greensleeves, can I... Can I hear you say something? Certainly. Um, winds light to variable. By Jove, you couldn't have picked a more appropriate phrase. Oh, it was nothing. Come, come. Say it again. Say it again with a smile in the voice. Of course. <clears throat> Winds light to variable. Delicious. <laughs> Quite enchanting. Now, now say it as though it were a national catastrophe. Oh... Winds light to variable. Oh. Very touching. <laughs> quite, quite touching. Yes, I, I think you have it, Mr. Greenslave. You can start work at once. Gad, me, a BBC announcer. <laughs> Dear listeners, how could my private school for announcers, with its 56,000 trainees, succeed if the BBC kept turning down my ace pupils like Eccles? We want bread! 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 Please, gentlemen, keep up your spirits, lads. I mean, say after me, winds like to variable. Winds like variable. There you are, lads. Good. Doesn't that make you feel better? Oh, no. What, what, no, what, what? no, no. What's that? Bloodlock, please. Listen, listen, Neddy. Mr. Bloodlock, please. I mean... Never mind these naughty winds like the variable. <laughs> what about some earthquakes in East Acton? <laughs> what about earthquakes in East Acton? What about... I've been training at this school for six years to say earthquakes at East Acton. So what? Well, they never have one. <laughs> ah, ah, yes. But at the slightest tremor, I'll write to the BBC. Oh. I will indeed. Oh. Keep up your morale, man. Stay after me. Earthquakes in East Acton. Earthquakes in East Acton. There you yes. are. Yeah? How about that, eh? Yes, eh? I, I feel better already. Of course you do. Yes. Now, here's a model of Sir Ian Jacob. Let's stick pins in it. Right. Oh, man, don't you dare do that again. <laughs> Thank you, Fred Jacobs. No, it's no good, dear listener. I can't receive my pupils as to the seriousness of the situation. While Greenslit grew in popularity, I decided to strike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Neddy, you want us to kidnap the entire BBC announcing staff? Yes, 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 yes. I've got to create vacancies for my own men. You'll be well paid. Paid? Money? Money? How much? How much? For every announcer removed, I'll pay one simulation lead flooring. <laughs> and you can have that in writing. We'd rather have it in cash, if you don't mind. <laughs> Very well. Here's a photograph of a pound. 
Thank you. Moriarty, see if this is a forgery. Oh, I want that one. Now, gentlemen, when do you start work? When? Switch on the talking wireless. Here's the nine o'clock noise. <laughs> the president of Scrampson paid a true deposit to Black and Improve. <laughs> you see, Neddy, we've started already. Now, excuse me while I... Don't switch off. Listen to this. We must apologize for the break in the news. In the meantime, here is a record. Hello, folks. Wind like a variable. Further outlook, fine, fine, fine. Wonderful! Or if you're French, wunderbar. At last, Mr. Eccles was being heard on the radio. One by one, the BBC announcers were kidnapped. Or, if they were over 21, adult naps. Get it? Oh, adult nap! <laughs> Max Kilby, pour the bollard. Thank you. 
point in us all wrong. I can't listen to the tall. I like Nelly, relax. Well, Your record selling well. Do not worry about it. <laughs> Go on with them, I'll say. Relax, you say. By heaven, it's three months since you promised to kidnap Greenslade, but still no result. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I tell you, don't worry, Neddy. At last he found a chink in his armor. These Chinese get everywhere. What? <laughs> Greenslade has a huge public. They want to see him in the flesh. On all of it? <laughs> yes. He's a danger to shipping. <laughs> Neddy. We are going to offer him a contract to appear on the stage. God, yes. If he leaves the BBC, the way will be clear for Mr. Eccles. An excellent plan. <laughs> we'll do it. And do it they did. But the BBC didn't give me up without a fight. In fact, they even sent John Snag round to my private abode. Thou knocked, oh shivering white infidel, call blimey. <laughs> Yes, is uh, Wallace in? Wallace? Dost thou mean the great Greenslade? He whose voice drips like honey upon the ears of the waiting world. He of the velvet petal tongue. Yes, yes, that's Wall. <laughs> Whom shall I say craves audience? Tell him it's John Snag. No, 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 wait. Tell him it's Snaggers. He whose voice once yearly rings out from the Thames motor launch that usually fails. <laughs> he whose voice tells the masses of a watery combat twixt men in two slender willow slim craft that race on the bosom of our river and race past Mortlake Brewery towards their Olympic goal. Core blimey man, follow me. <laughs> Dear listeners, I was led across some marble courtyard of solid wood. And here and there, silver fountains gushed claret. And there, there lying in a silken hammock suspended between two former television toppers, was Wallace Greenslade. Ah, John. Dear John. You couldn't have arrived at a better moment. I was just about to unveil a small bronze statue of myself. Uh, look here, Wallace. There's a rumour going around the corporation that you're thinking of leaving. Well, John, I have been getting offers. But, Wallace, you're not going to leave us. Remember, you're British. Dear John, what can I say? What's the matter, Wallace? Aren't you happy with us? Isn't, isn't three pounds ten a week enough? Not quite, John. But man alive, you have a free copy of the Radio Times every week. <laughs> yes, there is that. Well, now look, Wallace. What, John? I've been given authority to offer you four pounds a week. And you can read the nine o'clock news at half past if you want to. And take your own time about Not it. Not so fast, Mr. John Boatry-Snag. <laughs> that voice came out of a little ball of fat that sprang from behind a piano stool. My name is Nettie Sigun. What a memory you have. Not so fast. I said it as slowly as possible. Sir, you're the famous John Snag, eh? Known as the male Sabrina of Portland Place. I'll steady, Sigun, or I'll ban your record on Housewife's Choice. Uh, 
Meanwhile, look, never mind. I still have my shaving term. <laughs> Mr. Snag, I fear you have arrived too late to save Mr. Greenslade. He has already signed a theatrical contract at five pounds a week. Five pounds? There isn't that much. <laughs> yes, there is. And here it is in used stamps. Alas, I cannot offer him more. So this, then, is the end of the once great BBC announcing stuff. Where are they now? That noble band. Andrew Timothy, missing. Al Valadell went down with his lift. Richard Dimbledore, overweight. And finally, Ronald Fletcher, gone to the dogs. Stop! Stop! You're breaking my heart. <laughs> I can help you. I have a man here to take that place. Speak, lad, speak! Wings like the very... <laughs> a minute, Mr. Nag. You're, you're very lucky to get me. I have no choice. Put him in a sack. So saying, Mr. Snag took the famous Eccles off on his tricycle. Next day, we took Greenstreet off on his triumphal stage tour. Everywhere he went. Success. Then the first opening night at the London Palladium. What a night that was. What a night. His merest whim was catered for. Neddy, bring me a merest whim. At once, at once, Wallace, in cellophane. Gad, there's a packed house out there waiting for you. How they love me. Neddy, say, come in for me. Of course, Wall, of course. Come in, who is it? It's Lou. <laughs> oh, come and say good evening. It's your agent. Come in. Oh, my lovely little Wallis. Ooh, you're going to kill him tonight. You're a lovely boy. Ooh, you're lovely. Make a lot of lovely money for me. Make a fortune. Ooh, that lovely talking voice. I'll get you Ed Sullivan TV next, I promise you. <laughs> I'm his manager, you understand? Out the way, Seekham. You're finished. All that shaving and singing. It's all what, finished. What, 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 what? On with the um, mozzas, it's all washed up. <laughs> now then, here, Wallace, 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 Val Parnell's out front tonight, so do your best. I'll see you get a nice big bonus. Goodbye, my lovely boy, the guilt he's making for me. You'd never think that man's father was a duke, would you? No. Well, don't, because he wasn't. <laughs> Who's there? Yeah. Oh. Uh, autograph hunters, buddy. What do you want, buddy? Um, autograph. 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 We're modern star bobby shots, buddy. Yeah. Him and We want autograph, buddy. I'm very sorry, Mr. Greenstreet left his autograph at home. Oh. Stop that knocking type knocking. Oh. Who are you to stop us doing knocking type knocking? I'm Nitty Sigun, type Nitty Sigun. Never heard of you, type, sir. Go away, Tom. Go away, never heard of me. I, I, I won't stand for this. Go away, never heard of me. Open this door at once. Who's there? Open the door. I can't. Some fool's taking the bolt off. Can you open it your side? No, no, no. Don't come in. I'm in the bath. <laughs> what are you doing in the bath? I'm not doing anything in the bath. <laughs> 
Mr. Hart. Explain what Mr. Hendrickson is doing in your bathroom, you sinful woman. He's washing a savage tiger. A yes. tiger? Yes. A sinful savage tiger? Oh. I've had enough of this. Obviously time for Mr. Ray Ellington. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on one horse open sleigh. Say, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. To ride on a one horse open sleigh, dashing through the snow in the one horse sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Say, bells on Harkness ring, every cheek's a glow. Such fun it is to ride along, seeing as we go. Come on, dogs. Come on, Gladys. Jezebel, come on. Come on, dogs. I want you all to sing for the ladies and gentlemen. And if one of you dogs barks one wrong note, back to Battersea you go. <laughs> now, you ready? Let's go. Ow, ow, ow. appearing at the Battersea Dogs Home. <laughs> the Wallace Greenslade Story, Part 3. As this scene opens, I'm found in the star dressing room at the Palladium with my manager. I have five minutes to finish my black Russian cigarette before I'm on. Oh, my life. Ruin my business, my wife and children, my wild. Ruin. I'll never be able to look Valley in the face again. Oh, dear. Oh. Something wrong, Luke? <laughs> Something wrong, he says. The audience, they gone, the mums. is five to nine. They got up and left. Five to nine? What? Wait. I've got a hunch. It suits you. <laughs> Switch on the electric type wireless. Oh, hello, Oaks. Here's the old winner now. The old wound like a variable. Gonna have the sun in the day. And gonna get dark at night. <laughs> I'm from Carpentry. 
So, that's where the audience are. Back home listening to Eccles. He's the new idol. Greenslade? I fear he's stolen your public. Oh, I, f- I feel faint. Oh, my. <laughs> some brandy down my throat. Dad, Ridpipe, you've got to kidnap Eccles or Greenslade is finished. Right, Moriarty, have you got a blackjack? No, mine's red. <laughs> Never mind, Eccles is colorblind anyway. Let's go. Get up there. Next morning, we read the terrible news. Listen. Ace BBC announcer Eccles, signed by Grip Pipe Thin for stage tour. The swine single-crossed us. You mean double. No, this is the first time. <laughs> this means ruin. No more... Luxury. I'll have to stop eating in the canteen. (laughs) Give up my subscription to the nursing mother. And so we became vagrants. We wandered the streets. A bitter wind blew up from the east, and I cursed the fact I was wearing a kilt. One Christmas, we were trying to make a living by diving for coins in the gutter from passing ships. When we found ourselves outside the London Palladium. Thank you. Comrades, comrades, ever since we were boys. Thank you, lady. A pleasure. Here comes a rich customer. A handsome cab drew up and outstepped an ugly passenger. Stand aside, my good man. My public awaits for me. Spare a copper for the guy. What guy? This guy here, he's starving. <laughs> you see my secondary, my good man. I got my He brushed me aside with his brush. The north wind blew. Flakes of white settled on my shoulder. To cap it all, I got dandruff. Comrade, <laughs> oh, sadly, comrade, sadly, ever since you were boys. Oh, thank you, kind sir. It's nothing. I have plenty more buttons. Aren't you Jewel and Waris, or Morecambe and Wise? No, it's Seagull and Greenslade. Oh, horrors. How the mighty have fallen. You too? Here. Here's a photograph of a bowl of soup. Thank you. And when you've finished it, come and see me at the BBC. In six weeks' time. And so, six weeks went by. Good heavens, Wall. Six weeks have gone by. At the same time, inside the London Palladium, six weeks had also passed at the same speed. <laughs> Wind like the variable. That's what I'll say to myself. Oh, who is it? It's Lou. I can't say good evening to you. Come in, my good fellow. Hello, Eccles my lovely boy. You're going to make a lot of money for me. We sold every seat in the play. What are they going to sit on? Uh, <laughs> Guy funny, witty, uh, 
dear, do your best, my little egg, who's there upon the old out front. Oh, think of the guilt. That's a nice fellow. That's a nice fellow. I like that fellow. That's a nice... Oh, hello, I didn't see him. Eccles, don't forget now. You do well tonight, and we'll give you a five-shilling rise. Oh, that, that'll bring my money up for six shillings a month. <laughs> oh, I'm rich. Oh, I'm rich. Oh, you're going to be alive. Yes, 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 yes. Steady, lad, steady. Don't let it go to your head. Great pipe. Here's his paycheck. Just arrived. What? Let's see. Two thousand pounds. Uh, Moriarty, take six shillings out and give it to our Charlie. I heard that. Don't you dare give that six bob to Charlie. That's my money. <laughs> Life is happened again. What? The audience gone up and gone home. Someone's took him away. I'm going home tonight. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Switch on the radio. This is the BBC Home Service. <laughs> and here is Blue Bottle with the news. News? Why Blue Bottle? News? <laughs> was The Goon Show, a BBC recorded programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacombe, Spike Milligan and John Snagg with the Wellington Quartet and Max Gelfray. The orchestra was conducted by Wally Stott, script by Spike Milligan, announcer Wally Screenslade, the programme produced by Peter Eaton. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.